Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. News doesn't stop happening on Fridays. With News Talk Radio at its weekend best, The Roy Green Show delivers on the Chorus Radio Network. And it's time for our uh, final segment of Beauty Zoom the Beast of uh, 2015. So I'm not working next weekend, and then it's going to be 2016. And so Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca, former um, CEO and chair of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament, and uh, Linda Leatherdale, um, former money editor for the Toronto Sun, and they are the beauties, and I'm the beast. Can you guys believe it's the last, the last one of the year? Time flies, <laughs> but we're still having fun. Absolutely. Yes, the main part. And they and said it would never last. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> exactly. And they so said it would many never topics, last. Roy, so many times. Oh. So, uh, guys, I'm going to. Uh, we're going to ask you about the top events for you for 2015. I may chip in one, one or two of my own, but before we do that, I'm going to revisit to go back to what we talked about in the last half hour with our callers. And that is that the former Premier Dalton McGuinty's former Chief of Staff, uh, David Livingston, and his his former Deputy Chief of Staff, Laura Miller, were this week arrested by the OPP, Ontario Provincial Police, charged criminally with breach of trust, mischief in relation to data, and misuse of a computer system to commit the offence of mischief. And this after the OPP conducted a lengthy investigation into thousands of emails being destroyed, emails that dealt with the Liberal government's decision to cancel two gas plants before the 11 election, and the Ontario Auditor General has determined the cancellations will cost the provincial taxpayers some $1.1 billion. I think one of the first numbers that we were told was $23 million bucks. And then um, Mr. McGinty claimed in 2012, November, the total cost would be $230 million. And then up and up and up and went. Here's a, here are a couple of clips I want you to hear, and then we'll, we'll get at what your, what your thoughts are. Let's play the first one, Wes. We estimate that the total cost of cancelling the Oakville plant to be $1.112 billion. You know, it's not the kind of thing which um, I believe will lead Ontarians to lift me onto the shoulders and parade me down the streets to great acclaim. Well, I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, he just came out with a book, and, and I haven't read it, but I read a few reviews on it, and he's clearly uh, in such denial uh, because, you know, he well, I have another clip. everything through such a limited lens, and here's another ridiculous example. And I remember meeting with him many clip. times, and he's a, he's, a slime, he's a slippery guy. He's a very slippery guy. I have another clip. Let's have a listen to this one. The cost to move these plants is higher than anyone would have wanted, and we have struggled to produce documents in a timely way. All of this is true. Whether I'm in this house, whether I'm in the hall speaking to media, whether I'm at an event in, uh, in some part of the province, I always tell the truth, Mr. Speaker, the truth that I know. You notice how I said earlier, we just started to hear the beginning of it, politicians hooting at each other when one of them says, I always tell the truth. <laughs> Very telling. It's kind of like, to me, it's like kind of like the combination of a dog and the moon, you know? Yeah. yeah. One's barking at the other. Or pigs flying, perhaps. <laughs> yes. They don't? <laughs> <laughs> well, in Ontario, they seem to get reelected. <laughs> With a majority. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, if, if, if we don't learn from these experiences, folks, 
shame on us. That's exactly. all I can say. And here's something else that just gets me. You know, McGinney's saying, well, obviously I didn't get charged. I have nothing to do with this. Shame. But I'm sitting here watching Harper said he had nothing to do with Duffy. I'm yep. sorry. You're the prime minister of this country. McGinney, you were the premier sitting and running this province when this travesty happened. And I want to remind everybody, $1.1 million for the gas plant, but we overpaid hydro by $34 billion. Thirty-seven. And I understand uh, the chiefs of staff that are out to protect the leader. I get that. But I, I really, it really it stretches the credulity of uh, my thinking that somehow when you're talking that kind of money that nobody else knew. I, I, I just... I, I find that incredible. Well, Michelle, I, you I understand, having been having been in the in the in the in the um, sort of the of the pipeline of power in in Ottawa as an MP, uh, are things? Because the Prime Minister said this, so former Prime Minister Stephen Harper said this about the Duffy situation. You know, the things happened that I wasn't aware of. Um, uh, the Liberals are saying that things happened that I wasn't aware of, um, McGinty saying that, and, and Wynne's saying, well, I wasn't the premier at the time. Uh, how, much of it, how much of it is, is, is unknown, from your experience, to the folks at the top if something major happens? Uh, I think some of the smaller things could be that, you know, where, where the staff think that they can manage it. But something of this magnitude, I don't believe. And I also have trouble... You know the 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 knife cuts both ways. You both these leaders were on record as saying, you know, when my chief of staff or my senior staff are speaking to you, they're speaking for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair That's enough. That's a good point. Yeah. You know, so it it has to work the other way. Like yeah. the buck has to stop with them. Yeah. The what does get me, though, about the comparison of the Duffy mess, which is to- totally a mess, with yeah. this scandal in Ontario, is one was $90,000 and it wasn't even taxpayers' money. Yeah. This, this 1.1 and change billion, we know. And I think the thing in Ontario, too, and, and again, there's lessons in other jurisdictions, so it's not by any means uniquely any one government. But... And also, the longer they stay in, the worse it tends to get. But this gas plant thing was just a continuation of horrific wastes of taxpayers' money, whether it was the orange helicopter thing, whether it was their, you know, so-called online e-health records. More recently, uh, bribing unions to do collective bargaining, which is what they already received. Oh, they weren't bribing, they were helping. Catherine, stop it. You know what, Roy? It's just one of a series. It's not a one-off. That's all I'm saying. You know, a long track record of dishonesty and and cover-up. And let's just remember that next election, folks. And whoever's in power, really and truly, all of these, and it doesn't matter the amount, it, it all amounts to politics and saving seats and getting reelected. Getting reelected for the party in power is costing taxpayers so much money, I really believe they would absolutely throw up if they knew how much it was. I'm going to take a break. Did you want to say something? I was just going to say Michelle's law, Roy. We need it. We need somebody as honest as Michelle, but we are not seeing it anywhere. No, I'm going to take a break. But what I'd like to suggest is that each each provincial premier and whatever the prime minister of Canada each day be required to 
repeat the oath of office at the beginning of the day, just to remind them what they swore they would do. Just a thought. We'll come back with the beauties, and we'll have them share with us what the most memorable stories and events of 2015 were for them. Stay with us. All right, back to the beauties. Catherine Swift, Michelle Simpson, Linda Leatherdale, and the events of 2015, since this is our last get-together, our last assembly of the calendar year. Um, Linda, let me start with you. What? What do you remember? What sticks out most? Oh, my God, Roy, there's just so much. But I think the topic you're going to be talking about tomorrow, terrorism, I mean, it's struck in the hearts of all of us around the world, and it is the new World War III. And I guess if I had a New Year's wish, it would be peace on Earth. But unfortunately, I I don't see that happening. And as Catherine rightly points out, it's happened here on Canadian soil. And I think it's a topic that we have to watch so carefully. So the terrorist activities of 15 is... Is what resonates most with you? Oh, yeah. well, and I think parents. I think that's top of mind. Probably, probably resonates most with with people in in globally. Michelle, what do you say? Well, absolutely, that would be my top on the top of my list for sure, Roy. What Domest- follows? What what follows? What other domestically? Uh, I would the story that struck me, quite frankly. Well, there were two. Uh, one in Alberta and one in Ontario. The Alberta story was the Notley win, which I never thought in my lifetime I would see an NDP government in Alberta. The second one is the sale of Hydro One, without question, mm-hmm. because I think the implications for the, for Ontarians is humongous. And it will not end. You can't bring it to an end by an election. If Alberta wanted to flirt with the NDP government, they've in four years they've got a chance to, you know, change their minds. But selling off Hydro One, I just think is going to be a huge burden to the uh, people in Ontario. Maybe I'll just stay in Quebec. <laughs> but we want you to come home, Roy. You've got your own special We'll, we'll get you there, natural Roy. gas, Roy. Maybe I'll just stay in the Socialist Republic of New France. <laughs> we'll get you a windmill and natural gas. Oh, thank gas. you. And a little, can I have a little solar paint? Too? Of course. Yes. Oh, Why not? Oh, a little solar paint for the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, I'm sorry. I, I meant to ask you, I should have asked you, after the terrorism, and that clearly is the, is the, is the story that has shaken the world. We think of Paris and... Yeah. Um, San Bernardino and Beirut and, and Mali. Um, was, there, was there something else that uh, that made your list? I would say scandal after scandal after scandal. We've already discussed it. And that's why I think you, all of us, have to push for Michelle's law for accountability. But the election also, really, really. And again, how do we get a majority liberal in Ontario after all of these things? And then I'm looking at the federal election, and I have to say, Obama, they used a lot of his people, Trudeau did, to get mobilize the social media. The one good thing was we had voter turnout at a high. But i got to tell you, um, wow, that was an interesting election. You think? And i, and I got to say, Harper's got to take a little bit of blame. Those hate ads, those Justin Trudeau hate ads did not resonate well with the people. So interesting times, my friend, that we are living in. Yes, indeed. Uh, Catherine, what, um, what made your list? 
Wow. Well, the things, certainly just reiterating what, uh, what uh, Linda and Michelle have said, obviously, big, big issues. Um, but I guess just to not be re totally redundant, uh, <laughs> uh, I'll say the, the climate uh, so-called mm -hmm. science, which ain't science, folly that continues to uh, you know, rock the world. We had that ridiculous Paris meeting. Every one of these meetings, I'm sorry, but you, you, I think of that old tale about the emperor having no clothes, you know. And if you remember that, the little child was the one that finally said, you've got nothing on, Charlie. <laughs> and and but this is what it's like with the so-called climate stuff. And the sad part, and you've had, Roy, you've had Bjorn Lomberg on so many times, and he's such a voice of reason. He doesn't say it's not happening. Of course it's happening. Uh, but... You know, again, how many gazillions of dollars are we going to spend on stuff that we've already seen doesn't work to change the climate or whatever, well, or does so, so infinitesimally it's not worth it, instead of spending money to feed these people in less developed countries, give them what they really need, and it ain't solar panels. Well, one and of the I, things I the Lombard really said... interesting article the other day, because I think this is a key, a key issue on the whole environmental front, which is that they're doing... Uh, a big study, it's a review of whaling vessels from a few centuries ago. And, and, and they apparently have amazing records, which include the weather. And a lot of our problem is we don't even have data for, for 300 years ago, let alone 1,000 years ago. So w when we say, oh, the climate's warming, no, we don't even know that because we don't know what it was like. Catherine, one of the things that Lomborg said last weekend, which really struck me, and, uh, and I agree with you, that climate conference is hugely significant to 2015 because of the impact that it has on everyone, certainly in developed countries, which are going to be directing huge amounts of money to uh, underdeveloped countries. Uh, Lomborg said we're going to be spending uh, in, in, the neighborhood, in, in the neighborhood of $2 trillion um, on this U.N. climate plan within a matter of a few years. And uh, he said it would take about a trillion and a half to, to lift the whole world out of poverty. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is yeah. which is remarkable when you think about it. But let me just bring you. Let me just tell you what uh, I agree with you about the terrorism and the climate. I mean, there's a big issues. The federal election, the provincial election, when Stephen Harper came on this show twice in the last week, I knew they had problems. I knew their internal polling probably wasn't very good. You don't get the prime minister twice in the last week of the election campaign, normally. Um, but but I, one that one that I felt good about until the very end was the Blue Jays. <laughs> oh, yes, a good year. Right. I thought we were going to get another World Series win. Oh, I know, you and me both. That yeah. was a great run. But I'm not so sure about this year. new I'm not so sure about this new brain trust. No, me neither. But that was it. I uh, I was hoping. I was hoping too. You know the entire country was behind that. Yeah. Yes. Because it's the only major league baseball team that Canada has. Yes, we get behind we get behind the Blue Jays. And we get behind uh, Team Canada in hockey. Yes, absolutely. And we fight about the NHL, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, you might, well, let's go back to Dalton McGinty for just a second. Uh, when he was in power for a few months, I don't know, about six months or so, he called me one day at CHML in Hamilton. He said, could you meet me at a, at a winery? Um, I don't know if I should be telling this or not, but what the hell. Um, and uh, he said, can you meet me at a winery? And, want to talk to you and I said okay and I thought you know I'm going to get this huge appointment um, which is going to let me allow allow me to live in luxury not really so I, I drove down and I waited and then the two big suburbans pulled up and the premier got out with his entourage and we went and sat in a booth in the restaurant in the winery 
and and it was supposed to be lunch. And he never ordered anything. And he he looked at me, and said, "So how am I doing?" Wow. I'm sorry. How am I doing? I said, well, how are you doing? Um, how am I doing? I said, don't you have polling? Anyway, that's what the premier wanted to ask me. How am I doing? How and, and I thought, I thought, man, you're asking me. Uh, either I'm the oracle, or you're insecure. I'm not sure. <laughs> it must have been early in his time, though, because he got more and more arrogant as things went on, and I don't think cared much about what you know, like you thought. You know, I, I have to. I, there, there, there is a change that overcomes people. And when I first, when I first met Dalton McGinty, he seemed. I got to go. <laughs> he seemed like a nice guy, and I think personally, probably, he still is a nice guy. But power corrupts. Yeah. It changes people, for sure. Beauties, thank you for the year, and we'll see you next year. Happy holidays yes. to all Merry your listeners and to you. Okay. And don't forget our tax-free savings account petition. Yes. I can't help myself. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got to run. Toodaloo. Okay. Bye. Bye.